0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: My name is Yvonne the Motivator Man and you're listening to Let's Talk About It on the Hilltop Radio Show. This is the show that gives you the hot topics in a cool way. From 8pm to 10pm, knocking the hump out of your Wednesday with classic R&B along with a whole lot of motivation to send you smooth into the weekend. Good guests, great talk please call in at 516-453-9110. Ask questions, make statements, or just chat. Make sure you watch your mouth and your comments, because me and DJ Sean, we talk back. Yes, uh, we talk back. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Listen, it is good to be with y'all today. I hope everybody's Wednesday hunt day um, is going fabulous. DJ Sean, how are you today?
2: I'm good. No, under good. the weather, but I'm here.
1: Oh, you under the... DJ Sean, what's up? Why what you sad? Yeah,
2: the weather down here is crazy.
1: Oh, so where are you again? Charlotte. Oh, y'all got rain, you got cold, you got all that going on. Wow. Well, really? New York ain't no better, so we're going to make it do what it do. Ladies, okay. we are still in Women's History Month, and there are so many women that not only made history, but are making history. And I got to let you know, ladies, you guys are making your own history at your jobs in your businesses, with your families. If nobody has told you, I'm going to tell you, you are really doing an awesome job at everything you do. You should give yourself a round of applause. DJ, Sean, do we have a round of applause for our women for this month? We get ready to clap it up for you. Just the same, the same. So ladies, you got a double clap. And speaking to the women and just wanting to infuse you with a little motivation. Sometimes wearing that hat of mom, and you got to turn it back around, and you have to, you know, turn it another, put another hat on, and that's partner. And then you have to turn that brim to the side, and then it's employee or employer. And then you got to slap another hat on, and it's business. And you have to slap another hat on, and it's daughter or Another hat is aunt. Another hat is a sister. We wear so many hats. And we sometimes forget ourselves. Before the end of this month, write down something that you really want to do for you. It could be small. And nothing is insignificant when it comes to you. Um, But something you want to do for you. If you always said, I wanted to try, you know, some gel nails, do it. You know, oh, I want a full body massage, do it. Oh, you know, I want to sit for my notary test. Why don't you send in for the test and start studying for it? I think that I want to go back to school. Now's a good time to do it. Whatever it is you want to do for you, it could be something health-wise, you know, Um, I need to get a physical. Whatever it is, do it for you before the end of this month. If they're celebrating women this month, then you need to celebrate you in a big, 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 big way. Don't sit back and say, well, you know, maybe next month or, you know, right now I don't have the money. You're never going to have that money because you're always going to find something for it. Somebody else is always going to need that money more than you. Oh, the kids... They're growing out of everything. I have to buy somebody sneakers. Or, oh, you know what? I want to help my mom with one of her bills. Or your partner. Oh, I want to do something nice for them. So the money that you could use or what you wanted to use for you goes somewhere else. Why don't you just specify the amount, specify what it is you want to do, and then make a date to do that. Because a dream without a date never becomes a goal. So I'm giving all of you a goal before March 31st. And that is that you have to think of something that you want to do that's just for you. Just for you. It may not even be money. You know, we live on Long Island. It may be I just want to drive out to Greenport and go to the Lavender Tea House and just sit there and have some tea. Now, if you live in Western Long Island, it's gonna take you three hours to get there. If you're in Central Long Island, it's gonna take you two hours to get there. So, Mm. you know, plan your time successfully. Why don't you get together with your girls and just do brunch? Here's one. Why don't you plan brunch at your house on a Saturday or Sunday? And go online and look up tips on how to have a successful brunch. It will show you recipes that you can make at home. You can set a really nice table, invite four or five of your friends over, and just chit-chat. We never really get a chance to chill with our friends. And this would be a really nice way to do it. You can just eat, talk, laugh. And have a good time. And that's my suggestion. You can take it and run with it. Because as I'm talking, I'm like, you know, I should do something like that. So I'm taking my own advice to maybe get together with some of my determined women of destiny. And do a little brunch or a lunch or something to whoever will come out. And, uh, and spend some time, maybe a meet and greet. So, and I know I have determined women of destinies. In all of the states, I'm just talking about New York, but let me give a shameless plug. If you are part of the Determined Women of Destiny group, and you would like for me to come to you and do a meet and greet, I'll do that too. I'll do that too. I really will. So, I hope that all of you have some ideas, ladies, for the month. Get yourself some stuff done. Try a new hairstyle, maybe a new lipstick. Here's even better. Why don't you just go to MAC or somewhere and just have them give you an overall makeover? You know, see how you might be able to put mascara on your eyes or a new lip color. How to make those cheekbones come alive. But something very different than what you're used to. Can we make that a plan, ladies? that we're going to vow that we're going to do something for ourselves that's going to be fabulous by March 31st. So I can't see you, so we have to go on the honor system. I want you to raise your right hand and say, I, whatever your name is, it'll be for me, Yvonne, promise to do something really, really good for Yvonne before the end of March, which is Women's History Month. Okay, so I really believe that you guys put your hands up, and I really believe that you made that pledge, so I'm going to hold you to it. And if you want any more ideas on how to make um, your girls' night pop or some ideas of what you can do, you can always visit my Facebook page, and that's just Yvonne Mann, that's my name, or you can send me an email at yvonnemann 7 at gmail.com. Now, uh, you spell my name Y-V-O-N-N-E-M-A-N-N. That's on Facebook and that is just all together for Gmail. You got to put a 07 after it at gmail.com. I would love, love, love to hear from you, interact with you. And this way I have your email and you can you know, get information about all of the great stuff that I have coming up for the rest of the month and for the rest of the year. So DJ Sean, let's go to break. Give us some really cool music by a wonderful female R&B singer. And uh, let's pay some bills. Let's pay some bills. <laughs> back, and if you're just tuning in, I'm Yvonne, the Motivator Man. You're listening to Let's Talk About It. So, call in. 516-453- 9110, and let's talk about it. Okay, so trending news is this see-through get-up that Sierra War and everybody had so much to say about it, right? And then they say, well, you know, all these other people did it before her, and no one said a word. So, G.J., Sean, I have a question.
0: Mm-hmm. The woman
1: in your life, are you going out in public with her with a see-through Alfred on? No. Okay, so I know why I would say it as a woman, but for all the people in the back that never listened to me, Why as a man would you not want your woman to have a see-through outfit on in public? um, From you know, from a male
2: point of view, I think it's you're. Some people want attention, and you are getting attention in the right in the wrong way. If I'm married to you, if I'm dressed, I need you to be dressed. You follow (laughs) what I'm saying? if we if you're in the public eye, you know what I mean some people some people put themselves in a situation where they want attention, and I think that was just a a you know I'm off topic, but I think that's just something that she wanted attention so when you when you fall out of the light, you have to bring you have to do something to bring you back to the light so people can chatter. I think that's what that was I think that's that had something to do with. Oh man, we got to do something to get this girl back in the in the in the you know in the in the public eye. I think that's just all that was politically. That's all it was.
1: Well, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that you know all of this chatter about oh she don't really want Russell, she really wanted Future, but Russell was a simp. And I'm like, I think she fell to fear pressure. I want to let them know, you know, I'm the same girl. I didn't really change. And um, this is the man I chose to be with being the same girl. I'm sorry, Ciara, you're not the same girl. You know you no. change. You know you change. And we're okay to change. We really are. We're okay that you decided I never was a bad girl. So I don't want to portray a bad girl. I want to be Russell's wife. His mother to his children. I want to live a life that, you know, is nice and easy, housewife-ish, but I still want my singing career. And it's okay that you're not where you were 10 years ago, because you're older. But what you can do is just rock where you are now and make that as hot as possible. And I, I just think that outfit wasn't a, wasn't a a Ciara today, 2023 Ciara outfit. When she was with Future, probably, because they say that Russell is a simp. I say that Future was a pimp. Because honestly, I didn't know who the hell Future was until Ciara started dating him. Well,
2: I didn't really know who Future was until Rihanna made made us aware who the hell Future was.
1: Okay, so... (laughs) <laughs> right. so the thing is use a little pimp you've got your notoriety off of the women you were with you can't stand alone and so you want to come out and keep hitting this girl over and over and over again and say oh she really wants me I didn't want her I dumped her after she had our baby so she had to go to Russell well if Russell was choice number two that was a hell of a level up for choice number two uh, basically Okay, she's living in the lap of luxury, and all she has to do is worry about packing up her kids if he gets traded. Let me let me ask you something,
2: Yvonne. Uh, Let me ask you something. If you was in the industry, would you date
1: somebody in the industry? Um, they would have to be grounded. They would have to be grounded, and unfortunately, well, being my age, they probably are grounded because they're seasoned. Um, I would probably prefer someone not, only because when I go through my ups and downs in this so-called industry, I need to have somewhere to lay my head where I can just let it all go. You know, my retirement plan is I'm going back into acting, but I'm going back into full time. I'm even looking to go, you know, have my SAG and do all of that. So, I don't want someone who's acting, too, because tonight I'm in a Los Angeles, but tomorrow you're in Michigan. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I need to come home to somebody, you know, and that person doesn't need to have to come home to someone. That person... Has to be someone who can hold it down until I get home, and then I hold it down. Then I'm making dinner. Then I'm cleaning. Then I'm washing. You know what I mean? Washing clothes and all that other stuff. Um, so that answer would be yes and no. The person would have to be grounded, but more so, no. I I want someone who I can just go to. You know, I could just I could just go to. And uh get it back to Ciara. I think that Russell was her go-to person. You know, he's her go-to. Oh, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. This is going wrong. Like, she's his go-to person. Oh, this contract stuff. They're trying to train me. This is, you know, you can listen. You can listen. When you're bombarded with the same thing that's bombarding you, oh, hell no. I don't want to hear your problem. I got my own. Who, who, who want to talk to you, Boo? you know so that's it for me some people you know Angela Bassett and her husband they make that thing work Mm -hmm. you know but that's because going in they set some stuff up so that they could make it work you know Um, so yeah I, I need somebody to come home and just be able to unwind, unload get my iced tea, put my feet up after being on the road a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that
0: uh, Sierra,
1: a lot of people forget and realize that Sierra's entire life changed because she even did a song about the prayer that she prayed. So now all these women was running around here. I'm going to get me a man. I'm going to pray too. No, that's not how you do it because she only did the song with the information about the prayer to let you know where she was in her life. And it was really a, a, a prayer of desperation. I'm in a really bad place within myself, Lord. And I know you created me to do something more. So... I give myself to you so that you can do what you need to do in me, my purpose on earth. And when that's done, then you will give me to the man I'm supposed to walk this earth with. Now, as she's praying this, Russell Wilson already is a man of God. He's already seasoned in that. So when they came together, they had a like mind. And that was to live their lives for God. The only thing Future wanted to live his life for was the next place he was going to house his penis. Period. That was it. That's all, that's <laughs> all he wanted. Where's the next pillow I'm going to lay? What's the next leg I'm going to lay? You know? So, mm. I don't think that Russell's so- a simp. I think Russell's a simple man who makes crazy money doing what he loves to do.
2: So 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 let me ask you this question. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's the difference between what she wears and and the the artist Lippo wears thongs on stage? What, now
1: listen. I love Lizzo and before mm-hmm. Lizzo lost weight I always said, if Lizzo was a size six, nobody would say anything. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that Lizzo was not only big, but bold with her bigness. Nobody wants you to be bold and big. They want no. you to be big and stay in the shadows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. And she was like, no, this, this is the body that I'm in. And she made it clear, I'm only losing weight because I don't want to have health problems. I want to keep doing what I'm doing, but I'm not trying to do this for y'all. I'm doing this for Lizzo. Now, some of the stuff Lizzo would wear, I wouldn't even want to see a size six wear it because it was really revealing. But that's me. I don't, I've never liked revealing clothes. I think I had one shirt that had a plunging neckline and that was in college. And my friends knew who I was. And there were two guys that came to me with safety pins and said, "Don't let us ever have to bring you safety pins again." I was like, "You're right," because it wasn't me. I was trying to do what I saw the other girls do, and my friends were that much of friends that they were like, "Nah, you ain't going out like that. You're not going. You're not going out like that, you know." But if Lizzo wore that see-through thing, oh Jesus, they would have had a Fit. Just like Ari Spears was talking about her and said, well, she looks like a bowl of mashed potatoes. And I looked at Ari Spears and said, well, you look like you got a broken nose because you got two black eyes, bruh. And he says, well, I don't like big girls. Excuse me, you are a big girl. Have you looked at yourself, Ari? You are not the Ari Spears that first hit television, that hit the screen. You were fly, then. I don't see anything attractive about you either. And he literally ripped her apart for just being Lizzo. My thing with Lizzo is I think some of her stuff is a little bit too risque, and it's not because of her size. It's because we don't want to see all your body. But that can be because I'm a woman of a certain age, and I am conservative. But for me, I feel that what I have, my man should see it. And what I have should be covered but accentuated to the way that a man, another man will look at my man and do a high five and be like, yo, you got that. Whether whatever size I am. Because I got to tell you, big girls are killing it. I happen to be a woman not only of a certain age but a woman of a certain size. And when I was smaller, I was sitting at home talking about got to be a movie on. At this size, I'm sitting at home because I want to. And guys have been more attracted to me in my later life with my larger size than my younger life and my smaller size. And I can't even understand where that what that's about. You know. But it could be how I feel about myself and that radiates throughout the universe. So what I feel they feel and then they're attracted. You know, everybody's not attracted to a big girl. We we get that. We don't want to force us on you. We just want the brothers that like a big girl. (laughs) That's it. You know.
2: That's that's why that's why Russell Wilson is failing as a as a top quarterback at Denver because of that shit
1: she wore. No, I don't think that's the reason why he's failing. No, that's, that's not why he's failing. That's not why he's failing. Uh-uh, I'm going to tell you why he's failing. Russell wants to be home so bad. So bad. So He would rather be at home now than on the field. He has such a love for his home and his family. If you ever look at the pictures of him, because, you you know, usually they stage your pictures. You know, Sean, you in the business. They come to your house. They stage the pictures. You standing behind your man, the kid's down at his feet. Mm -hmm. When you see Candace shots of him and Ciara, they're, they're having fun. They're enjoying their home. They're enjoying their family. I think Russell you could think about retiring, boo. You got enough money. You made some good investments. Sierra still has a great career, you know. So think about it. So this way you can be home with your family the way you want to. You know, the one thing women don't, uh, I don't think they fully get, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, when a man is comfortable, when a man is in love, when a man feels secure, he wants to be home. he wants to be there with you he would he would rather be there with you than hanging with his boys. so if he's hanging with his boys over hanging with you, my question is, are you making your home a safe place? Are you making it a haven um just for, you know, love and and for tranquility. I know that doesn't mean you got to kiss nobody's butt or nothing like that. But the first thing you do when he comes in the house is not argue. Hey, I'm home. but let me tell you something. You know, the bill, da-da-da-da. You can wait to talk to him about the bill. That bill ain't going nowhere. You know? So, you know, ladies, as we look at women's history month and we look at the history of women let's look at the history of our lives and our relationships and if they're not working how we can make them work a little bit better you know um how can we make how can we make what we do better you know um and that's all about getting better It really is It's all about getting better, doing better, being better. You know, our interaction with our children, our interaction at our places of employment or our businesses, with our employees, with our mates, with ourselves. You know, the one thing that I liked about Ciara was that, you know, she took inventory of herself after a bad relationship. And she looked at what she wanted in her life, and she looked at what she sure did not want in her life anymore. And she was like, okay, I'll keep this, this is good. I'll remove this, this is bad. And the place where the bad stuff was, what am I going to fill it with to make it good? And I don't think that we do enough introspection so that um, we can have the best life possible. Uh, I tell everyone, get a notebook. You work better from a document than you do thoughts. And start writing some stuff down. What's the best of me, right? What's the best of Yvonne? We need an example. What's the best of Yvonne? The best of Yvonne is that she's a speaker. And she speaks to the heart of people. That's what I think the best of Yvonne is, you know, Um it may be some other stuff, and maybe some of y'all may not agree with me, but this ain't your show. It's mine. How about that? Ha-ha. <laughs> so, um, you know, what? what is the best of you? Take a picture of yourself. And on one side of the picture, write the best, and the other side of the picture, what could be better? And you don't have to write it down, you know, one day. Just put the picture up where you can see it. And each time you look at the picture, just right now, the better and the best. That's it. That's it. It's it's a very simple exercise, and it will help you um, just to hone in on where you need work. And we all need work. You know, all of us. As long as you live, you're going to need work. I still need work on my anger issues. Trust and believe. If I had to put on my picture what needs to be better, it would be my control of my anger. Because I can really be a 5 along fire when I want to. Um, so, you know, what would be better? Control of the anger. What causes anger? Emotions. So better control of my emotions. Well, What triggers emotions? Life situations. So now we have to look at life situations. Is it that um, I may be in a job that I don't like? For me, absolutely not. I love my job. Absolutely love it. But for some people, the emotions could come from, um, you know, anxiety and trauma from a job that they don't like or they don't feel appreciated. So you always have to look at the foundation. There's always a foundation of everything, absolutely everything. And the person that's responsible for that foundation is you. You're responsible for your emotions. You're responsible for what comes out of your emotions. I'm responsible for my anger. So I have to look at the emotion that caused that anger. And it could just be, um, it could be fear. Fear causes anger all the time and people don't know it because you're angry because you're fearful. The inability to control a situation effectively can cause anger because now you're disappointed in yourself. That's disappointment. You know, um, bitterness can cause anger. You know, you're bitter. You're hateful. you're, You're in a position that You can't change it. Or bitterness comes from prolonged anger. You have been angry for quite some time, and now you're bitter. You ever speak to a woman that has never gotten over um, a breakup of either a boyfriend or a husband, and they talk in such a bitter way that you don't want to see them coming? Cause you know, you have to hear about Patrick and Patrick ain't this and Patrick ain't that. And my life is messed up because of Patrick and Patrick been left this woman 25 years ago. Okay. And their oldest child is 20, is 24, you know, and the youngest is 20. And she's still talking about how badly Patrick treated her. And you say to yourself, have you ever moved on? Patrick is still going to be the vein of your existence and how horrible that relationship was. And that's the reason why um, I am what I am, what I am and how I am, you know? And that is just not good. It it just isn't. It it isn't good. You have to get over it. Just like we have to go to break and we got to pay these bills. So DJ Sean, Give us some real good female R&B artists that we can just sit back, wiggle our toes, and just be comfortable. And, ladies, before we go to break, go get your favorite drink. See, mine is iced tea. I already got mine sitting here. It's unsweetened iced tea sweetened with cranberry juice with some strawberries in it. Yep, that's my favorite. But go get your favorite drink. If this is your time of night to have your glass of wine before you go to bed, go get it. Because when we get back, we're going to toast. And we're just going to go into another segment of this thing called Womanhood, How Much I Love It. Okay, DJ Sean, do what you do best.
0: Well, I think the
1: music is on a little bit of a delay. And no, I'm not going to sing for y'all. I'm going to wait for DJ Sean to pull that music up, because I know we have some Dynamite women on um, the playlist for tonight just for you. So, DJ Sean, we there? Okay, so I guess we're not paying bills tonight. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: oh,
1: no I'm God. back I had to step away oh okay yeah. cause I was like uh, you know we just need some uh, music and some commercials got to pay them bills and ladies make sure you got time now to go get your favorite drink so when we come back from break you'll be right here with us and we can toast Madame
3: Marie's Candle Shop and Botanical Store is now open. Located in the back of Northgate Mall, Pine Street Entrance, 1800 Evangeline Thruway, Squeak six thirteen in Lafayette. Black owned by Raj Marie. Stop by Madame Marie's Candle Shop for sage, oils, lotions, and candles. Plus Yanni Steam, body contouring, foot detox, and spiritual guidance. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 until 6, and Saturdays 2 until 5. Stop by today. For more info, call 337-258. 2354 it's time to get a whole new perspective on ram trucks because to us there are no small jobs no little tax and when it comes to innovation there are no modest ideals no wonder why more people are switching to ram than ever before ram trucks back-to-back motor trend truck of the year and And I hope I'm not down to today your phone service now there's a new alternative to the large phone providers. texans now have a better choice in phone service everybody's phone company the best prepaid phone service in texas everybody's phone company will get your phone turned on with no deposits no credit checks no id no social security questions and absolutely no hassle. for more information go to everybody's phone or you can call 713-268-1610 so don't go without phone service contact everybody's phone company
1: We are back, and welcome back. You're listening to Yvonne, the Motivator Man. you tuned in to Let's Talk About It on the Hilltop Radio Show, blogtalkradio.com. And before we went to break, ladies, you were supposed to go and get your favorite drink. You have more than enough time to get it, make it, and sit down with it. So let us raise our glasses and toast to us our wonderfulness, our womaness, and our just fabulosity. Cheers, ladies. Now DJ Sean, you know, was trending, right? Um mm-hmm. uh the comedian Owens. <laughs> he and his wife are divorced. Gary Owens. And oh, wow. um yeah and his wife is Kenya Duke. And if you don't know, Gary Owens was a real funny white uh, comedian. I think he has red hair. He always talks about how, you know, um, he was the Vanilla Brother from the Hood. How he has a wife, a black wife, and black children. And they were married for almost 20 years, and they had a year and a half divorce battle. And she said um, she was very shocked that it ended the way it did because she thought because he was her best friend um i guess she wasn't his but she they'd sit down you know at starbucks she loves coffee and he would say hey okay so how much do you need how are we gonna handle this you know and and it would be amicable, you know amiable it would be friendly and it wasn't anything like that she was like um when he decided he was out No money came into their account. And he would deposit money twice a month into the account. And she would do what she had to do for the the household, the kids, and everything. And, you know, people were saying, well, your kids are really in their 20s. And you don't need spousal support. They're in college or whatever. And she was like, yeah, but they do come home. And they need a home to come to. And I need to keep that together. I mean, reading her story, it was fascinating. She said at some point... She only had two days left of food to feed their dog. The dog had two days left of food, right? She had no food in her house. And, you know, you would say, well, how did it get to that point? Because she kept waiting for money to be deposited, and it never was. Um, you know, mostly she was by his side, sometimes being his manager, but she was a stay-at-home mom with no income. So she talked about having your own being able to be financially um, on your own. She talks about how her divorce made her a better business you know, a better business woman and how um, she did dabble in real estate. So she was able to go back to real estate, sell a house and that's what kept her household afloat. But, you know, she was devastated. And I talked about, you know, before we went to break, about being bitter over a relationship. And she doesn't talk about her relationship in a bitter way. She talks about it in um, high-level disappointment because the person that she loved, she expected so much more out of him, you know, through this divorce, and she didn't get it. She kept waiting for the person that she felt she knew and loved to rise to the vision, and he didn't you know and i gotta tell you just a bad sister she got a nice body she got a business she a little cutie you know she's a woman of a certain age and and she making it happen you know and um don't know what happened she didn't say i'm not gonna speculate you know she didn't say it was him she didn't say it was her she just said it was a breakdown you know in their marriage so dj sean I mean, did you know that Gary Owens was married to a black woman?
2: Yeah, I knew. I knew he was married to a black woman, but I didn't know Uh that they were divorced. They kept that really... That was really hush-hush from the media.
1: Well, Um, she said said he made it very clear on her post on Instagram. And I'm like, mm -hmm. he was writing stuff on her Instagram? Wow. So...
2: From what you what you're explaining, and the way that I'm receiving it,
1: he 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 must have been bitter about the divorce, or bitter about something because he just stopped putting money in a bank account.
2: Because the way that he talked about her and his family was like, you know, they even had a wait a minute, they even had a television sitcom.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So Great. you know, you don't you don't really know what transpired, but it just didn't it didn't uh, go down good. And you know, I was reading some of the tips that she had, you know, for women to, you know, make sure you have your own, not necessarily like I got my own and he's not going to know it, but to make sure that You know, you're not financially in a deficit at any time, which I agree with because that can help your family budget, you know. Like, um, you know, my mom used to say, you don't let no man know how much money you got. Listen, we're working together. We're a family unit. um, He should know what I make. I should know what he makes. We should have an account for bills, okay, and then we should have an account for vacations, and then he should have an account and I should have an account because if I wanna buy that Louis bag and you know, I've got like seven hundred dollars in there and I'm stupid enough to buy the Louis wallet for three fifty. Okay, um, I wanna splurge that's my three fifty out of my seven hundred that I saved for. You know? I'm not taking it out of household expenses, I'm not taking it out of the vacation or emergency money, that's money that I put aside that if I want something special. But I don't think any guy would say, well, you shouldn't take money out of a special account. Like, your mad money. He'd he'd probably be very happy that you have mad money so that your money don't make, you asking for his money don't make him mad. You have your mad money, okay? Um, So she does. She gives some tips. Um, she talks about, you know, getting through your divorce um, and just looking at what you need to survive, right? It's the house, it's the retirement, it's the bank accounts, capital gains, all of that stuff. You know, you have to financially figure out what you want versus what you can actually live with, you know, and... Um, And you got to negotiate that number, right? So if you're looking at a divorce, you have to step up to the plate and say, this is what I need from you, and then you guys can go from there and negotiate. She says create a budget for the next three years. That is something. Um, Make sure that everything is in your divorce documents. Because, you know, once it's final, you can't go back. And um, know that this is going to be a project for you. Like, um, Juanita Bynum used to say after, you know, her very, very public divorce, she said, you have to schedule your pain. You can't walk around all day crying. You got to do what you got to do and tell yourself, okay, at 830. I will finish everything for the day. I will take me a hot shower. I'll put on my favorite lotion. I'll sit on the edge of the bed and cry then. But I can't, you know, cry now. So, you know, her thing is basically she's saying the same thing, you know. It's going to be a project. You have to realize what you need, what you need from your partner, how your partner plays a part in this. And be ready to negotiate, you know, because she said, you know, when you um, first throw a figure out there, they're going to say no, right. And that's probably a figure that's uh, really outrageous. And so they want you to, like, scale back a little, which, you know, I can understand. Um, but what do you think about that, DJ Sean, you, know, uh, you know, ending a relationship and, you know, what would be the good and the bad, you know, of the conversation?
2: Um, 20 years is a long time, and why would you wait? I mean, yeah. I can understand, let's wait till the kids get to college or whatever, they get older to understand, but still, that's still an effect on them, whether they're, you know, 17, 3, or mm-hmm. 20, 21, twenty 22, you know, that's all. 20 years. I, I, I. Don't, he's a celebrity, you know, and I, that's that's. It still got my mind boggling about that situation, that whole situation. I just, I think, um, I think before I would actually sit down and say let's end it. I, I think you know, they should bring some type of counseling or something, you know a way to make it work. I mean, you got people that have been married 40, 50, 60, 70 years and still together. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I mean, it, it, and then and then again, you got the, the entertainment world. The entertainment world is kind of funky, you know, that has a lot to play in it. And, you know, and he just, I, I, I don't know, Yvonne, that's just, it's kind of bothering me because now it makes me look at, you know, Gary a different way. And follow me, a different way
0: mm-hmm.
2: makes me makes me look at him. You know, is there is, is there anything that,
0: that
2: do I want to tune into a talk show and hear him talk about relationships? Do I want to <laughs> tune in. You know, do I want to spend my money and go watch him on? You know, stand up and have him disrespect his ex-wife.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Now, just remember, this is her side of the story. Yeah. We don't know what Gary's side of the story is. And you know, it's well, he his already side told the side, and the truth.
2: He, he had not already told his side of it. He left her, you know, enough money for the, the dog. I mean, are you making a dog star? Are <laughs> <If> you <laughs> making your wife right star? Are you making a dog star? Come on, man. That, that goes to show you who you are. You're holding me.
1: Okay. All right, I, mean,
2: sir, I, was, you I, wasn't saying, I wasn't saying it to be funny, but look at the picture. I mean,
1: you're going to let the dog star
2: because you're mad? Yes. Yeah. It's bad,
1: bad enough. Yeah. You know, it's bad, you bad know enough. You wife on the dog. <laughs> it's bad enough. It's your wife. But yeah. the
2: dog, <laughs> the poor the dog. dog. The dog ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm quite sure, you know, he dooed in the house and pissed on the carpet a couple of times and got his butt <laughs> tore up in those 20 years, but come on, bro. The dog. The dog. Not dough. enough for two weeks for the dog. You get, you made the dog suffer because you're upset. I know it's his side, her side, of the truth, but I, 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 you know, I have a, I got a, a funny vibe that it's, it was a him. It was him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got that vibe, yeah, that might have been yeah. on him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's on him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the way the way I read um her article in Essence, she was very gracious about it. She didn't put any blame on it, but you know, it leads you to believe because you're like oh my god because
2: she's because she's not from what from what you're saying she's not a she wasn't she wasn't bitter about it she's not she's a type of, she's a strong black woman that's not going to come back and disrespect her. you follow what I'm yeah. saying 20 years they got kids she, you know that was a happy you know happy part of her life now you know she wants to move on you know
1: mm-hmm. why
2: would why you know he's still a celebrity why put real mud on his face to keep tabloids and then you know all that extra all that extra confusion and stuff going she 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 was a woman about it and i applaud her for her about that but my vibe is still saying that he's bitter about it i mean i just he's that's bitter something, about something yeah he's i mean like the dog
1: starve you letting the dog star. you know that's that's some bitter mess <laughs> that's, some, that's some bitter mess right there you know i've heard wow. stand-up and and he spoke about her in such a way that to hear that they were getting divorced, I was like, wow. Well, he
2: always said, you know, once you go black, you don't go back. I mean, so, you know, he
1: always said <laughs> the black of the very sweet is the juice. Now, I guess he can't get that juice no more. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, that white, yep, that white man was raised around black folks. Mm-hmm. You could tell it just by his speech, by the way he walked, and those are the, you know, black folks are the people he wants to be around, you know. Mm-hmm. that? So his next woman will definitely be black, too. I can't imagine him coming up here with a Cheryl Cheese. I, I doubt that. I doubt that, seriously. But I'm really glad that Kenya Duke had a chance to, you know, get past uh, not only the pain but the shame. You know, when you are in a position like that, it's very shameful, you know, it's very shameful. It's very hard um, to bounce back. But I'm with you. Um, she respected the person she married. He may not be that person now, but she respected the person she married enough that she wasn't going to throw a smut on him. And then you have kids. So your mm-hmm. kids have to see that you have just smutted out your dead daddy. And that's, that's never good. That's never... Please take that from my my book page from my book. It's never good because then they grow up and they make him a hero. So my ex husband and my daughter's mind is all of these things that he's never been. <laughs> because mm. I didn't cover him. I didn't talk about him bad. I just didn't cover his bad. So she you got supposed Well, the thing is like um, you know, I didn't call and say remember her birthday after 10 years old. And since she was 10, I don't think she got a call. You know, um, I'm not, you know, talking bad about him, people that know him. I'm not talking bad about him now because we have a pretty cool relationship. We have to because we have a daughter that's ridiculous. But um, how old is your daughter? My daughter's 37. So um. You know, for many many years, I was bitter. I was very very bitter, um, and it was known that I was bitter. Just bitter, bitter. You know, just when well, I was, was born. That bitter because
2: the the breakup or the you know the divorce or it was I just was bitter. Of I was hate? bitter
1: before. I was bitter before the divorce. I was. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what led to the divorce made me bitter. Um, the Mm -hmm. fact that it prolonged made me bitter. Afterwards, I was bitter. Um, And I probably could have done more in my life if I had not given so much energy to that bitterness. Because being bitter and angry, that takes a lot of your time.
2: There's a a lot of stress and and a lot of of wrinkles, too. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: You know, Absolutely. men, men, we are a huh, we are a different type of species than we want to be. We can make it, you know. We just, you know, you have men that's bitter. Oh man, she's leaving me. You know, you know, it's always got to be another man involved or someone else involved. Nine nine, nine times out of ten, it's not. It's just. You know, you got some lazy, lazy ass men out there that don't want to do nothing. And then, when you know, my brother was my brother was the same way when his wife wanted to divorce him. He prolonged it just to be ignorant. Instead of, man, just go ahead and, and take care of it. Man, why you know why uh, you know why hold on to the thought she don't want you no more? You don't want her? Why still you know why, why still play play these crazy ass
1: games? Be a man about it and walk away. <laughs> Because somebody has to win, and everybody wants to be a winner in this. Oh, so you're going to leave me? Oh, I'm going to show you. You know, type thing. Or, oh, you don't want me no more? I'm going to show you. And just because someone walks out of your life or doesn't want to be with you any longer, it doesn't diminish who you are. And that's what we have to know. It doesn't diminish who you are. It just means that's not the person for you. And I don't care if you're married to them. You know, I knew getting married was a mistake before the day I got married. And I knew it definitely was a mistake. When I'm walking down the aisle and my dad, my dad always called me Annie for my middle name. And um, he said, Annie. We can cut and run right now, but if you walk to the end of this, to the to, to the end of this row up to that that pulpit, you're going to have to do this. And I said, Daddy, we can't do that. Mommy's going to be mad. My father said, hell, your mother been mad before. Your mother mad right now. You think I care about your mother being mad? <laughs>
2: Damn, go ahead, Pop.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I never got a chance to tell him because he's passed on. But mm-hmm. I never got a chance to tell him I wanted to hold that dress up with all that lace and all that chiffon and organza and grab my father's arm and say, yo, let's head for the limo and let's find some liquor. You know, because my mom's a deacon in church, so there was no liquor. And I still drink back then. And I was like, we could have gotten that. That limo had it for the rest of the day. Paid the man extra and got so up drunk. And mm-hmm. so when we faced my mother when she was doing all her hoop and hollering about. I had to uh do apologies. We could have just fainted, pal, out from being drunk. <laughs> and, you know that would have been a better story than what happened. But I said, you know. Um, we had our daughter 11 months before we got married, and I was like, you know what? She deserves two parents in the home. This is what's right, and I got to become an adult and grow up. And that wasn't the grow up for me. I should have looked at what grow up really would have been for me, and I don't think that would have been my choice. I did need to grow up, but that wasn't the grow up for me. And a lot of people you know, um, women get get in that position too. Like, okay, this is part of a growing process for me and I'm going to get married. And and I think I love him. And uh, I'll get married and it, it will be okay. And that's never the way to uh, think that you're going to live the rest of your life with someone on that. But I'm with you. After 20 years... So let's say they got married when they were 20, and it was probably later than that, but just say you get married when you're 20, and you're with someone 20 years, so now you're 40, and you want a divorce. Well, 40 is prime time for women, you know, to just blossom, and 40 is prime time for men to bring it on in and slow it down. So you're at different places in your life. Also, um, in marriage, you grow. So the person you marry isn't necessarily the person that you're with 20 years from now. Because they've grown, and you have to grow with them. And if you haven't grown with them, that's going to cause a big issue. You know, um, I know it wasn't even 20 years you know, within six months, I had grown. I had grown. And there was things I wanted to do. And honestly, there's no way that the, the man that I married in 1986 would have been able to deal with Yvonne 2023. Mm. You know, because Yvonne is living in a purpose. Yvonne is a motivational speaker. She's a life coach. She's a group facilitator. She's an author. Yep, by the way, my book is out there. Go to LULU.com. Put in designated survivor beauty for your ashes. The author, of course, is me, Yvonne Mann, and get your copy. Right now, it's only $14.63. When I do the rewrites, when I do the second print, it's probably going to be $20. So get it now. Get on the ground floor. And when you buy your copy of the book, go on Facebook, send me a picture at Yvonne Mann with you in the book, and I'm going to send you a surprise gift. I love giving gifts. I'm a gift giver. So um, I'm an author, and um, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff. And he definitely would not be the person that could be able to swing and go with what I do. I mean, he'd like to because, you know, he, he would like the attention, but he wouldn't be able to, you know. Um, so this would have been a problem to be able to grow in that relationship. And I'm quite sure the person he is, I wouldn't have been able to grow with who he is either because we have two different... Ideas of what shooting for the stars mean. You know, for me, shooting for the stars is absolutely that. You know, it's not, I just want to get a glimpse. No, I want to sit on that sucker. I want to dangle my feet. I want to see if stars are hot. I want to see if stars really shoot. I want to see if they shoot. Can I hold on to, you know, part of them and just ride that sucker out? (laughs) You know? You know, so that's the type of person I am. You know, and if there's not somebody that can understand that, that's a problem. Like, there's some people that are just very laid back. And they don't want someone who's super exciting, you know, um, effervescent. They just want somebody who's chill. I get that, too. But you have to know what works best for you. And what worked for Gary and Kenya worked for 20 years. I guess year number 21, it was like, okay, no. mm -mm, No. But the thing that hit me the most is she said he was my best friend and I thought we could sit down over a cup of coffee and discuss how this ending will be. And at first I said to myself, she must be crazy. (laughs) You know, that you're going to sit down over a cup of coffee and discuss the demise of your marriage. Because people just don't walk away from each other because, you know, it has an expiration date and the day has come. No, they they leave for certain reasons. And um, I guess it's possible she didn't see it. And I get it. You're being a mom, you know, you being his his wife, you're taking care of everything at home. You're sometimes a manager, you guys have a show, you have all that going, and you probably did miss the signs. Or sometimes we don't want to see the signs. You're right. Yes. Yeah, you know, um, most people are gone long before they're gone. I worked with a, one, a woman one time that said um, she was in the kitchen cooking. And her husband comes up and says, I'm leaving. And she says, okay, make sure you bring back milk and some eggs and some bacon. Uh, Can I give you the rest of the list? He said, I'm leaving. She said, I know. Let me go and get um, the rest of the list that you you can bring back when you come back. And she writes down the list real quick. She comes back in the kitchen. He's gone. Never to return again. The next morning when he didn't come home, she's like, well, where is he? You know, and this is before the cell phone era, you know, and before the beeper type thing. This was in the 80s. So she's like calling friends' houses, his mom's house, and nobody's seen him, you know, and uh she keeps calling and calling. She doesn't know what happened. She thinks he went out to get the stuff she asked for, and something happened. She's calling the police station. She's calling the hospital. And she can't find anything, anything, anything. And a friend comes to her and says, is everything okay with you and so-and-so? And she's like, what do you mean? Oh, he was at the bar last night chatting it up with everybody. She's like, What? He left the other night to go get groceries. I've been wondering where he is. I thought he might have been in the hospital or something. I've been worried sick. She said, well, he was in the bar chatting it up. Next night she goes to the bar. There he is, just hanging out like he's single. She's like, what is up? He said, I told you I was leaving you. She says to him, yes, I thought you were leaving to go to the store. He said, no, I was leaving you. (laughs) Can you imagine the miscommunication that they had their whole relationship? Had to be well, miscommunicated. It had to be. Because there's no way that he told her I'm leaving and she didn't catch it. She didn't catch it. She, it just went right past her. Just Okay. Um. Yeah, bring back some bread. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,
0: on
1: that note, we're going to
0: see
2: you know, grocery-
1: leave and, and start the dog <laughs> right you know I don't know if the dog had um i don't know if the dog had any food <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, she sent them to get some food, so they were hungry <laughs> they they had to be hungry there was something missing in the food. <laughs> <laughs> listen let's go let's go to break and uh uh when we come back, we're gonna, gonna wrap this up with some more uh trending stuff for uh Women's History Month. to let's talk about it did you know you could call in if you're listening you can call in 516-453-9110 you can call in you know chat with us about all the stuff we've been chatting about and if you're just tuning in I'm Yvonne the motivator man your host and along with DJ Sean who plays some of the best R&B music in the business now I'm gonna make you laugh, Sean. Mm-hmm. I was checking out um, Bmf Season Two was out, Black Mafia Family, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And evidently there was an episode where um, Little Me, who is was uh, the son of Demetrius um, of the character that's being portrayed, that was that's his dad, mm-hmm. and. Um, his father was known to have a rather large phallus, to say the least. So he just had a scene where it was a sex scene, and everybody's like, that has to be a prosthesis. That's not you. Um, one girl said, it was too high up on your, on your stomach. Uh, we know it was fake. And he was like, stop hating. <laughs> stop hating. So I haven't seen it. I've got to watch. Um, I've got to catch up. You know, I'm still on season one. It was really kind of hard for me to watch. Um, So I did it in pieces, and I didn't do it all together. Usually I binge watch, which means I will finish a series in two days. I won't go to sleep till it's over because I got to see what's going on. Um, But I didn't do with this one, Uh, so I got to go back. But Mm -hmm. just the fact that everybody was saying, that thing ain't real. And he's referencing his dad saying, well, you know, my dad had some junk up in the front. And they're like, but that was your dad. <laughs> can you imagine that you bared yourself bare, and everybody's like, nah, that ain't real. <laughs> well, well, these days you got some brothers that are home. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, can you imagine that you feel that you are and you let everybody see it? And everybody's like, we don't believe it. We 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 don't believe it that that that's got to be kind of hard for him, you know, kind of hard um, to go through that, and I mean, he has been getting a plaque left and right um about him showing himself, you know uh, but I think what I have seen, he's very good um he's very good at portraying his dad, so much so that I had to go and research who Big Leach really was. You know, if he was as treacherous as the character was in season one, and basically they toned his character down because he was much worse than that, you know, uh, being the biggest drug dealer in that area, you know nothing passed through there if it wasn't you know it didn't go through him so he was the man <laughs> the man that's it the man
2: well um you know uh 50 cent brought brought his character to life but 50 cent didn't really add the real um, it's real you know he's portraying you know, BMF, but he's not really, he he, he hasn't really put everything out there that, you know, how they really were. They were treacherous from Detroit all the way to Atlanta. I mean, just, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that 50 left out that was, you know, that was, that was, you know, real life, you know. So I applaud 50 for doing that as well you know but also bringing that to life and and people seeing you know this is you know history <laughs> you,
1: basically it may not yeah. be good history but you know is it, it is what, history
2: i mean yeah look at what they're doing over there at mgm i mean bumpy johnson i mean uh what's the name's playing the godfather character yeah what's the playing the godfather character? Of yeah
1: godfather harlem yeah. And people didn't know that Buffy Johnson lived as long as he did and he was not only friends very good friends with Malcolm but um uh it's not Aiden, uh Adam Clayton Powell, who who is the the uh the guy who is the the person that's in politics and he's also he's also a minister. Powell, Maybe
2: one
1: uh, yes, Powell. Was. Yeah, it was Powell. okay. Uh-huh. Adam Clayton Powell, and mm-hmm. and it shows you how crooked he was, but we ain't gonna oh, say yeah. nothing about that. Yeah, and how um, they went from selling yeah. weed yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: to selling heroin country, from a small country here in North Carolina, yeah. you know. So and then to find out that um, the heroin was heroin that was being destroyed. So you made a deal with the FBI to get because they were doing something. They had no business. You held it over their head. And now you're taking the cocaine that they're taking off the streets that's going into the incinerator, and you're putting it on the streets. And it takes me back to that movie when Cotton Comes to Harlow. So now I got to watch that movie over again because there's pieces of that movie that's in the Godfather of Harlow. Yeah. Mm. I think that is an excellent, excellent show. Um, You know, they're building up to show you exactly who set up Malcolm. You know, we know the CIA wanted him because they felt that he was in bed with Castro. And um, there were Latin Americans that wanted him dead because of Castro.
2: I thought it was a let me even get on this another time. I thought it was a Muslim that, that recently that recently passed away from New Jersey that people uh told damn, hey, what's the name of that program? I gotta find the program and, and get you to watch the program. This guy mm-hmm. actually went and looked for this looked for this particular Muslim, the, the one that actually that actually shot Malcolm X and a lot of people told the guy to um you know, mind your business. Wow. They kept telling this guy, you know, you need to mind your business and, and leave well enough alone. And then come mm. find out two days later when this guy got the nerve to go knock on this man's door, the man passed away. Yeah. There's a lot of stories out there, wow. you know, with this the whole Malcolm X thing. There's a lot of stories out there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of stories. You know, the one thing is Malcolm had a lot of power. And a black man with power in Harlem is, you know, like a woman with a good pair of shoes. It's not something that happens. <laughs> you know, we got some nice shoes. They don't. They're not a good pair. They're not fitting well. We're not happy with them. We gonna wear them. Our feet gonna hurt. You know. And Malcolm just had a lot of power. In the community of Harlem, and he was bringing consciousness. Any time consciousness is brought to a people, um, there's a problem with it. There's a problem because oh, yeah. they don't want people to be awoke. They don't. And you know, with Women's History Month, we're bringing light to a lot of women that, again, not only made history but it's making history now. And that's just not something that, you know, they want. They don't want women to gather together um, just to fight this fight because um, when women come together, it's not always a segregated thing. It's not always just black women or just Latino women or, um, or European women. Um, when there's a fight, all women come together. And then when we come together and we're not looking at backgrounds, we're a horse to reckon with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh asked number forty five in the White House when he had when his when the front line five was Democratic and they were all women. They gave him hell. Do you hear me? Hell they gave number forty five. They weren't playing with them. I don't know why they're Somebody quiet did, now. Uh,
2: something
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know why they're quiet now, but they really, they weren't quiet back then, and they gave him a run for his money. Absolutely. So as we're going to wind this up this evening, thank you for taking this journey with me, but I'm not leaving you ladies without having some, some things to do for the end of this month so that you can go into April. Just feeling, you know, oh, so fabulous. First of all, get out and get some sunshine. And I know the weather across the globe is acting like Mother Nature has menopause. Because uh, the last two days have been freezing in New York. Tomorrow's supposed to be 45. What? And then the next day is supposed to be 50-something. Really? So when you can, make sure you get out and get some sun. Uh, For women, our vitamin D depletes, and we need that vitamin D uh, for our hair, our nails, our skin, and just for our bodies to really, really, you know, function well. And getting out in the sun, it really helps your morale, too. You ever sit in the sun and just close your eyes and let the sun beat on you? You feel so much better. You feel rejuvenated. So get out there and get you some doggone sun. Now, also, um, I'm a tea drinker, right? And so I would suggest you getting some moss Lemonade. And if you've never had moss Lemonade, find someone who makes it. If you're here on Long Island, uh, Chef Mark Anthony Bynum makes it, 850 uh, Main Street in Farmingdale, the Pie Hole. It is the best lemonade you will ever taste, and it will bring you to a place of serenity. <laughs> like it's a ah moment. Uh, so even if you don't do the sea moss tea, find some tea that will give you tranquility. Take a moment. You know, you may want to do it at night, get you a nice book, and just sip on some tea so it can just put you in a really good mood and a really... Um, you know, headspace. And last but not least, make sure you do your affirmations in the morning, afternoon, at night. And I tell you, if you just do one affirmation three times a day for 21 days, you will see a change in you. Absolutely. I've done it and I know it works. So say your affirmations in the morning, afternoon, and night. If you're wondering what an affirmation is, I am. I I am successful. I am brilliant. I am beautiful, you know, or uh another way of doing affirmations I have I have happiness. I have a good job. I have a place to live. It's whatever it is in your life, do your affirmations three times a day, and we'll catch you here next week, eight p m Evan Central on Let's Talk About It. And make sure you call in so we can do just that. Talk about it. So DJ Sean, give us some really great music and until next week, people, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.
0: I don't know where my baby is but I'll find it somewhere, somehow. I'll never give up looking for my baby.